Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I am your host, Tyrus McKnight, and tonight I want to talk about consequences. Now, recently in Atlanta, there was a shooting of an unarmed, well, yeah, you might as well say it was unarmed. Unarmed black man, innocent black man by the name of Rashard Brooks. Rashard Brooks. Now, within him, getting executed by race soldiers, that caught my attention on a couple of things. One, one of my first thoughts was, because they said they, the police were called by Wendy's employee, who I'm going to assume is white, because white people love to call the police because that's their military arm to enforce executions on black people. So, and as we've seen, when you get rid of the police, then a white supremacist find out that they're not as strong as they thought they were. Funny how that happens, isn't it? But, hey, moving along. A couple of things caught my attention during this um during his execution. One was they said he failed a breathalyzer test and he was asleep. He was found sleeping in the parking lot because he was drunk. Now, I want you guys to think about that for a moment. He was drunk. He was intoxicated. He felt the breathalyzer, which means he was too incoherent to drive, so he was catching some shut-eye at this Wendy's. Okay. So when the whole video came out, it shows that he was coherent. It showed that he did understand the police and all their commands. He just didn't want to be arrested for it. For nothing, for sleeping in the um, parking lot. People keep talking about resisting arrest, but when it comes down to black people resisting arrest and white people resisting arrest, understand what they mean. As a black person, they give you 50,000 commands at once. They tell you to jump high, no sit low, no turn right, no turn left. She turn upside down, turn inside out. Just impossible commands. And if you don't follow one of those commands at that exact moment, they'll shoot you. And I'm totally serious when I say that. They will shoot you. When a white person resists arrest, when they resist, resist arrest, even if they have a firearm on them, if they're resisting arrest with a firearm on them, they try their best not to use lethal force. 
they try their best to not use lethal force. Over the last few weeks, and I must say that I'm proud of the brothers and sisters putting in work in the streets. I'm very proud of that. But back to this Rayshard Brooks. I just want to point. I just want to say that I'm very proud of them putting in their work, especially out there in Atlanta. Back to the Rayshard Brooks shooting. Afterwards, you know. I'm noticing a lot of people are saying, um, and I do mean a, a lot of people are saying, are asking a question, why do they keep killing black people? Because as Dr. Francis, these are people that I know that, uh, that don't research things, and these are people that haven't come to terms with certain things. And I'm, and I'm very... And I'm very reluctant to be around people like this. Even though people try to deem me to be a teacher of some sort, I'm not nobody's teacher. Didn't go to school for that. I'm not nobody's teacher. What I am, I'm a black man. And I'm a black man that tries his best to lead by example. Sometimes um, I pass with flying colors. Other times I fail. But for the most part, I try my best to lead by example in this conquest to dismantle white supremacy. If you want to know why people, why these race soldiers keep killing black people, read Dr. Francis Chris Wilson's book, The ISIS Papers. Plain and simple. It's because genetically we are dominant to white supremacists or suspected white supremacists. Genetically. And she went and did her own research. It's called a, the Crest Theory. Scientists are saying that genetically we are more dominant than white people. Genetically, if you have sex, if you as a man, if you have sex, and black men, this is why we are the target, because if we have sex with a white woman, then that woman will have a baby, and that baby will be a black baby. It had a phenotype of a black person, it had a skin tone of a black person. And white supremacists, as it stands, are minus the birth rate. They're minus the birth rate. This isn't, this isn't just me talking. This is every just about every article coming out. One in white people. You're about to be a minority in the United States by the year 2032. So in order for them to impose their dominance upon us and try to, quote-unquote, keep us in our rightful place, which they feel is our rightful place. They have to kill us off. That's why they hate you. 
They hate you because you're black. Why do they kill you? Because they can. Why can they kill you? Because you're not economically equipped to fight the system quite yet. Okay? You're not economically equipped to fight the system quite yet. They have more money than you. That's why they can kill you with impunity. That's why they are fighting against reparations. Because they know if you give black people just a little money and we flip it and become successful and we start supporting our own, they know the ramifications could be dire towards them. Could be, be very detrimental towards them. Because they understand that at one point, we rule the world. And once we rule the world, there was peace and there was balance. These are facts. But now, and I've always been a proponent for this, and I've always um, supported these type of things. If you kill one of ours, well, I'll, I'm just going to speak for myself. If you kill one of mine, because I see put this post up. I see said, if you, if somebody was to kill my child, I'm going to go kill them personally and then go do the time happily. Yes. That's how you should feel. That's what you should do. If you kill one of mine, I take four of yours. Because if I got to cry, everybody has to cry. If I have to mourn a loss, Everybody's going to have to mourn a loss. And this is what we are demonstrating to the white supremacists right now. This is something that they didn't expect. But now that we are exerting physical dominance, we have to get our economics together. But that's why they kill you. That is why they kill you because to them, killing a the black, they could kill you and not only will they get rewarded from it, they will they also find that it's inconsequential inconsequential. They also find that it's inconsequential. They have no consequences behind their actions. Now, the mayor of Atlanta, she had a lot to say about people desecrating the CNN building. We we're going to fire the police chief after she was just gushing about her over the news in the last week. Atlanta was supposed to be Wakanda. 
So how do we stop police violence? You have to make sure that they implement a law in which if a black person is killed by a white person or on a force that's unarmed and they show no threat to their life, they should get life as a mandatory sentence. And the police violence will stop overnight. The police will the police violence will stop overnight. Even here in New Orleans, there was recently a detective who named escapes me at the moment. However, he was saying all types of racial things and he was planning on shooting people at protests and running them over in his car. With 60% of the population in New Orleans being black, they definitely, they immediately fired him and decommissioned him and he lost every right that he had as a police officer. But what I'm telling you guys is that's not enough. You got to put these cowards in jail. You got to make sure that these cowards go to jail. Mandatory life sentences. And if your state has the death penalty, put the death penalty up in there. Point blank period. Overnight, the police violence will cease to exist. But we got to get some thorough lawyers. We got to get some thorough legislators in office. Because let me tell you something. Even in New Orleans, uh, the guy, Jason Williams, prominent lawyer, right? Worked on a booster case. I remember this like yesterday. And I'm not, and I'm, and I'm saying this with all intense and honesty. And, and for those from who are listening to this podcast, I'm saying this right now. If Leon Conazero were to run against this guy and lose, I promise you, Jason Williams would not try to implement anything for black people specifically as far as the laws go. If he becomes DA. And I say that because I look at Jason Williams and I look who he's married to. All of these black people with dual allegiances, they got to go. They got to go. I mean, like, even me, I can't trust that when they were talking about taking down one of those white supremacist statues, I think it was Jefferson Davis. Oh, we don't, we reject any uh, vandalism of New Orleans property. Lady, have you lost your fucking mind? You are in a majority black city with majority black people who put you in fucking office. And you're talking about a white supremacist statue that means exactly what to you. 
that means exactly what to you. And I've and I've I've defended Mayor Cantrell in private. I've defended her in private, private conversations with other suspected white supremacists. But I, I, I've defended her in private. But right now, what I'm telling you is, watch out for these people that you put in office. That's why. When I made the documentary New Orleans Politics, I felt like it was important work because I'm telling black people that once we get our finances together, we don't have to worry about, and we're 60% of the population, if we just support each other and support our businesses, we could thrive overnight. It wouldn't take that long. But when I made that documentary about New Orleans Politics, that's what I was saying. Let's build an economy base. That way, we don't have to pick a candidate to give it to us. These people come out of councilman seats and all the rest of this crap. We could raise one from the ground up, from the soil, from our own soil that's going to speak to our interests in our city. A lot of people are afraid of revolution, though, in the city of New Orleans, unfortunately. A lot of people want interracial sex. I'm being totally honest right now. A lot of people want interracial interracial sex. They just want a more comfortable position in the system of white supremacy. They want jobs. They don't want to create nothing. They don't want to continue to build. They want to twerk. They don't want to build anything. But I must say, there is a strong sector of New Orleans that wants change. And I must do my part to make sure that this change comes to pass. And I will do my part to make sure this change comes to pass. So that if anybody homes one of our children or one of our people, that there will be consequences, immediate consequences, action. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. I just spoke truth to power. You guys have a good night.